When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports. I'm Zach Bingham. He is our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan, and we are A to Z Sports right here in the mornings. We've got a big show on tap for you today, talking about Rand Carthon and what all he said, but we also have got to thank our title sponsor, which is BetMGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. You can bet on the NFL draft coming up. Get your bets in. NBA basketball. Sam, I stayed up late night watching the Lakers and LBJ beat Dylon Brooks and the Grizzlies. It was a great game. Phenomenal game. But the Lakers go up 3-1. You can get some action there on BetMGM. Also, thank our presenting sponsors, including Wilson County Hyundai at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. 200-plus locations across the state. That's FBHP.com slash A to Z. The Bone and Joint Institute. State-of-the-art facility down there in Franklin, satellite locations all across Middle Tennessee. And Aura, make sure that you are protected when it comes to security. You got a lot of people calling your phone that shouldn't be calling your phone. Well, that's what Aura hooks you up, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. You get a two-week trial right there. We'll talk more about them and our presenting sponsors. All right, Sam, big day for the Titans yesterday as Rand Carthon, not Mike Vrabel, Go to the podium. I I don't know if Rand was joking when he said, Mike, we don't need you, or if he was being serious. If the big dogs come to eat and things have changed, I don't know. But Rand Carthon, I thought he handled himself very well. Look, we know why Amy Adams Strunk decided on Rand Carthon, because he, I think, presented himself uh, very well, the organization very well, answered all of the questions that was asked to the best of his ability without giving things away. Sam, you were there live in person. What was your takeaway? And then I think we're going to start this thing off with the future of what the Titans could be. He was asked a lot of questions at this press conference. No, I I think you absolutely are correct. Like we, it's not hard to see why Amy Adams shrunk was, uh, you know, so enamored with Rand Carthon during the interview process and winded up settling on him to be her next general manager. He presents himself uh, in a really great way. I mean, he came across as, you know, a little bit more shy almost than professional the first couple of times we talked to him. But I mean, this time around Rand was dominating the room uh, and very, you know, not afraid to take on questions, not afraid to answer questions not afraid to joke back and jab back at uh, reporters. And it was just a very lighthearted press conference for a very stressful time in the year for both ran for media, for the franchise as a whole. So yeah, I thought he crushed it. I thought he was informative and gave us some insight into what exactly his thought process was and the team's thought process was while also, like you said, not giving anything away. You know, there are things that he can't say this time of year and we're aware of that. But overall, a very good job for Rand Carthon. And I think my takeaway from the press conference, Zach, uh, really interesting, is that how Rand described the Titans situation in this draft, uh, the draft is almost a microcosm of the offseason, right? Because the Titans are sitting at 11. They're in a very unique spot as an organization with a number of veterans on expiring contracts that, you know, they could trade. They could keep, they could go up in the draft and be aggressive for the next guy in the future. They could fall back in the draft and try and make a push this year. And they could take a quarterback. They could not take a quarterback, but they want to lay a groundwork for themselves for the next three to four years. And Rand is going to start doing that ever so slightly as he gets comfortable in the GM role. And it all starts, like I said, at quarterback. What are you doing with Ryan Tannehill? What are you doing in the first round? And what does that mean for your competitive window 
in 2023 and the years beyond. That was a a kind of that that is the highly discussed topic with the Titans and something Ranfield did a lot of questions on. So uh, this is the Titans GM when asked about the balance of keeping these veterans and being competitive or maybe looking for the next guy. Do you look at this like there's kind of two ways here? You take a quarterback and possibly you're resetting a little bit. You're probably going to sacrifice some picks. You may have the quarterback sit. You may have to step back a little bit with the new quarterback versus if you don't and you stick with the veterans that you're going to draft to just be as good as possible next season. Is that, is that better? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, again, all things are on the table. You know, you don't know how this draft is going to go. Um, again, it's our job every year to look to improve this roster. And and it's not a year-to-year thing, right? We have to see this thing from a macro level and prepare for the future. That's all a part of it. You know, that's what you do when you're constructing contracts. Um, you know, you're not just looking to get a, get a guy signed for this year. You think about future uh, ramifications of the contract and the percentage of the cap that it's going to charge and all those things. So, um you know we're gonna we're gonna be smart about whatever move we make that's gonna set us up not only now but for the future as well. So naturally, Zach, the question is, where is Ryan Tannehill with the Titans? Where does he stand with them? Where do they stand on the quarterback issue moving forward? And what do they define as being smart? Uh, um, Rand makes it sound there like their position at QB is going to be reactive to what happens in front of them in the draft. But here's a comment from Rand that says he's already spoken with Ryan Tannehill about where he stands with the organization. On the personal side of these guys and the rumors that come out about their contracts, and it seems like it's been very persistent with rumors about Ryan, including yesterday on SportsCenter. Can you make it easier on the player, in this case on Ryan, to shut it down and say, you know, like Ryan will be the quarterback this year? So just to let you guys in, Ryan and I had a conversation back in February that was between Ryan and I and and Ryan and our organization. So Ryan knows where he stands with us, and that's really all that matters to me. Zach, your reaction to those? Because on one hand, you've got the GM saying, well, we have to see how this draft plays out. On the other hand, you have our starting quarterback right now, our veteran leader, already knows where he stands with us moving forward. I, you know that meme. What do you mean by that? That's <laughs> yes. how I feel about that. Cue the juicy meme, right? Yeah, I and I, I think Rand was professional in how he answered a lot of these questions. He didn't give a, a lot away, but he also I didn't feel like was just dodging every single spot, right? Uh, you know, he, he talked about Derrick Henry, which probably we'll talk about tomorrow or the next day. Uh, and and kind of joked around there. But for this, I feel like it was more deliberate is Ryan Tannehill knows where he stands. But also, Sam, what month is it? Uh, last time I checked, it was still April. Yeah. Right. April. But he's saying that it was February, right? True. Yeah. So I mean, that's what, what all has now. changed from February to April? And so that's what I think I would kind of look at is the last time you had a sit down serious conversation about the future of your starting quarterback was in February. I didn't mean a God dang thing to me. It, it, it's talking about now this is April 25th. And so I think that was a way that Rand Carthon said, Hey, I, you know, Rand, uh, that Brian Tannehill knew where he stood then, but we want to know where does he stand now? Where will he stand on Thursday night? Where will he stand on Friday night? Where will he stand on Saturday afternoon? And will he stand in the same facility that he's been standing on Sunday morning? That's what I want to know. And I don't think that Rand answered that question, nor did I expect him to. But I, I, I need some, I need a little bit more recent conversations in February. Well, he did use the word stands as if it was present where he stands, currently stands with us. But do you view that as more of like the, well, as of now, Ryan is under contract and is the starting quarterback. It's like at present, Ryan knows where he stands with us. That might not apply Thursday. Is that kind of what you're getting at? That like what happens currently might not still be the case a couple days from now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a, it's a window uh, 
I I cannot, you know, definitely say one way or the other because Rand did not say one way or the other. I am curious, though, because one of the reasons why we did this topic this morning was that sparked a theory from you, Sam. You told us in our pre-show conversation is this video, there's a theory behind what you think. And I'm curious because we've just we've just heard both sides of it, right? The future and Rex Road, I think, asked that question like three times before ran and ran <laughs> yeah. was kind of messing with him. It was a tough question. I, I think I knew what what Rex Road was trying to ask. That's a hard spot to ask it of we all know what the topic is, yeah. but Rand's not going to say anything that, you know, all of the other media and fans are talking about. And then you've got the Ryan Tannehill spot that references February instead of April. And that's a long time in between. I am curious, Sam, I'm going to play this one more time. I am curious to see what this video spoke to you on what your theory is about the Titans quarterback situation on the personal side of these guys and the rumors that come out about their contracts and it seems like it's been very persistent with rumors about ryan including yesterday on sports center can you make it easier on the player in this case on ryan to shut it down and say no like ryan will be the quarterback this year so just to let you guys in ryan and i had a conversation back in february that was between ryan and i and and Ryan in our organization. So Ryan knows where he stands with us, and that's really all that matters to me. Yeah, so the, the comment earlier, right, that was the all-encompassing all encompassing question from Joe Rex wrote about, like, where the Titans are as an organization. But those were the comments that really sparked a theory in me, Zach. So here is... Well, My, don't tell me that theory yet. You don't want it yet? Oh, all right. I'll no, I got to tell, tell the fine folks about Farm Bureau Health Plans. And Farm Bureau Health Plans is a great theory that I had. And they helped me have hey. about a year and a half ago. And I'm glad that I switched my plan. Health, dental, and vision, 200 plus locations. Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee is where to go to get your new health plan. You take a quick health assessment. And once that health assessment comes back, you get a quote. Then you realize your quote like I did, was a lot better than the plan that I previously had. You get teledoc conferences, you get you get dental, you get vision. There are so many different perks. And if you're in the state of Tennessee, you need to find out your plan. Get a quote today at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Somewhere in between all of your NFL draft prep, all of your NFL draft buzz, and maybe all of your NBA, NHL playoff watching, find time to get with BetMGM and find time to check out a Major League Baseball game uh, because BetMGM is offering an MLB offer. You sign up with the code ATOZ100, ATOZ100. Make your first deposit, then make a $10 money line wager on any MLB team to win their game. You get $100 instantly. So you find that team that you love, sit down, relax, enjoy a nice Major League Baseball game at $100 instantly with a $10 money line wager. That's code ATOZ100. That's as good of a deal as it gets on any sports book anywhere. That's why BetMGM is the king of sports books, and we love them so much. So BetMGM app, ATOZ100. All right, the theory. What's the theory behind, you know, Rand Carthon saying that Ryan Tannehill knows where he stands as far as it, you know, that conversation happened in February, but with the team as a starting quarterback, maybe a starting quarterback, what do you think that meant, Sam? Well, Rand said it. Right. I had a conversation with Ryan. Ryan knows where he stands with this team. So I am trying to connect the dots here because if you've been paying attention to social media, you would have seen this. The Tennessee Titans getting back to work for voluntary offseason workouts. And who's right there in the white long sleeve shirt putting in the work? None other than quarterback Ryan Tannehill. Now, Zach, I don't know if Rand Carthon has a conversation with Ryan Tannehill in February and says, look, Ryan, we're going to uh, pursue our options in the draft and you may or may not be back. 
he says, look, Ryan, we're going to look to trade you and see what comes of it. If he says uh, any of those things, I don't think Ryan Tannehill is at an off-season workout. You know why Ryan Tannehill's at an off-season workout? Because at 34 years old, with over 240 career starts, entering his age 35 season, and hopefully some good football left in the tank, he was probably told, our plan is for you to be the starter. That's my theory, that Ryan Tannehill has a good idea. He's going to be the Titans quarterback in 2023, regardless of what happens in the draft, that they'll play out the remaining year of his contract, and that when all of this is said and done, they'll go and part ways. But Ryan Tannehill has a chance to earn that next deal, earn that next starting quarterback opportunity somewhere in the league. And Rand can have an honest conversation about it with Ryan and say, look, we are looking for the future and for the replacement and for our future at quarterback three, four years from now. But that doesn't mean I want you to check out. You go to voluntary workouts as a QB to buy in, get to know your teammates, set a good leadership example. If you don't have confidence that you're going to be here, I don't think you do those things. And we've seen it with Ryan Tannehill in the past where he's gone on vacation. He's gone to train, uh, you know, down in Texas or Florida or wherever it is. Uh, but he's in Nashville and he's putting in the work right now because I think this is uh, him trying to, you know, set the precedent for this next season where he feels confident he'll be. All right. So those are a little bit connecting the dots. Let's ask the chat. Do you think the Titans already know what they will do with Ryan Tannehill in 2023? Yes or no? You can comment in the comment section, Sam. That's a theory from you, right? We all have our own theories, but that, our question yeah. is, do you think the Titans already know what they will do with Ryan Tannehill in 2023? Yes or no? A lot has happened since February. A lot has happened just in the last couple of days, which we'll talk about later with Aaron Rodgers. Do you think the Titans already know what they will do with the with Ryan Tannehill? Or this could be a wait and see, Sam, right? Some people may say no and say, well, they don't know because they don't know how the draft is going to shake out. They don't know who they're going to pick. Some could say yes. So let's go to the chat. Steven says yes. So does uh, Chris Frazier tighten up. Also, yes. Eddie goes with no. Got a string of yeses from Major Keys, Mark D, uh, Fire, Jarvis, and Chris. Uh, no from Justin. No from Eric. Astro says yes. Kenny Hill says yes. Charles says uh, yes. Jay thinks you're high on bath salts. I don't. I don't think he'd be acting this way if he was as high on bath salts. You. You look pretty composed, there, <laughs> Sam. Uh, definitely from Nas. Yes, from Brad. Michael says yes. Yes, because Vrabel wants him, so he's bringing Vrabel into this. Nick says no. The Titans are waiting till draft night. Kay says yes. Deborah says yes. Uh, Denise says no. All Rand said was that he was under contract. And he said that a couple of times. He said that at the combine. That is not a commitment, nor is it an indictment, right? I mean, you have no, it's just stating the facts. Yeah. We breathe air as humans, right? That, you know, the sun is bright. These are all just facts, but they don't really tell you a story of what the future holds. Um, uh, so a lot coming in. Roger says, no, too much can happen in the draft. But, uh, and so does Brad. But Andrew says, yes. And Caleb says, wait and see. Yep, from Teddy. All right, Din says, yes. They're not a contender this year, regardless. Devin says, yes. None of these quarterbacks are day one starters. I mean, uh, there's a, a lot of uh, comments there. You are saying, though, that, yes, they already know what is going to happen. That is my theory. Yeah. I mean, I could prove to be way wrong, right? I mean, they could always go ahead and trade Ryan Tannehill and I will put my hand up and say, look, I didn't see that coming based on what we've heard from Rand in the recent weeks. But from what Rand has said, which is that Ryan knows where he is or stands with the organization in the future with the fact that Ryan is still very much involved with the team is at these workouts with the idea that a lot of these quarterbacks probably couldn't hurt to, uh, you know, sit for one year and learn for one year, or at least half of a year, 
And then all the details that we went into yesterday, Zach, when I was on here with Austin talking about why I don't think a trade for Ryan Tannehill is really all that likely because I'm not sure the Titans have a trade partner. So if you're the Titans right now, I think you can look in the mirror and say, I don't know if we have a trade partner for this guy, but I know that we're probably going to need him regardless, either to be a veteran leader or to just be the one starter if you don't get a quarterback in the first round and you feel good about him being on your team. Cutting him does absolutely nothing for you at this point. Like that cap space, it, it doesn't do a ton for you after free agency is already over and most of the major trades on draft night have already been made. So I think the Titans already have an idea that Ryan Tannehill will be with the team in 2023 and will be their starting quarterback regardless of who they can get in the NFL draft. Because if it's not Bryce Young, you can make a case for any of the other QBs to take a year to sit, to learn, develop, and then be your guy the year after. Because I know Mike wants to compete. We know Rand wants to compete. But they have to try and find a blend of, blend of competing while also trying to find the next guy and building the next era of Titans football. Andre gives some lunchbox money, says fans pushing to be competitive in the division. Ironically, if the Titans beat the Jags last game, wouldn't be in this position for a blue player that Rand wants to get. And Andre's referring to the blue player, as Rand said yesterday, a guy that could come in there and not be Caleb Farley and not be Isaiah Wilson, a guy that can actually play that yeah. can actually impact your roster right out of the gates. And that's what 11 overall represents. Can you find that player? Here's where I stand. You, I, look, I, I've been saying for weeks on end against you and Austin, whether whoever the hell I do the show with, is that Ryan Tannehill grooming a young quarterback is the best case scenario. That makes the most sense. Both of you two were saying, no, you got to start, you know, whoever you draft. I feel like that has kind of shifted for some reason. And I do believe that that is the smart approach because the money that you're going to save on Ryan Tannehill, you're not going to spend. And you're going to give your young rookie quarterback maybe some experience, but it could be some bad experience. Rookie quarterbacks can come in there and make a lot of mistakes, create some, a lot of bad habits. It's not a bad thing if you have the luxury of having a veteran quarterback that can help your young quarterback. I, I, it's not Ryan Tannehill's responsibility to sit there and baby the guy, but it is Ryan Tannehill's responsibility to approach the game as a professional, try to win football games, earn his money, earn his contract, and whoever can learn along the way, that's a benefit to the team and the franchise. I don't think that they know what is going to happen in the draft, though, Sam. I think that the draft in today's age is so unpredictable that it is very, very difficult for me to say, without a shadow of a doubt, to answer the question, yes, that the Titans already know what they're going to do with Ryan Tannehill. I don't think that they know. But does it ma like does it depend on the draft? Is like uh, yeah, I, I do think that it does because because now you have choices after the draft that you don't have currently, right? You have new players, your roster looks different. You yeah. fielded calls from teams that you didn't expect to field on Friday night and, and Saturday morning, right? So it is unfair and irresponsible for me to say, yes, they already know what they are going to do with Ryan Tannehill in 2023. Do, it doesn't mean that they don't have a plan, but you got A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I can go through the alphabet backwards a little bit at least and do a magic bucket exercise, but they got a bunch of plans, but they do not know what they are going to do with Ryan Tannehill. Sam, if somebody comes out of the woodwork and wants to trade for Ryan Tannehill in a crazy trade, I don't, the commanders, who knows, then your situation has changed. And Rand going through this for the first time as a general manager, I don't think can sit there and say, we know what we're going to do. I think that's what the draft represents. And Sam, I'll double this down, especially this year. Look at what has occurred. And the best part about A to Z sports, we track all the analytics. 
we know what's doing well and what's not doing well, fan tendencies, what the, the honestly, the temperature in the room, the NFL room is. Sam, what we figured out in the last 25 days is everybody's wait and see. And that happened after the Panthers traded for the number one overall pick. And after that, really nothing has happened since yesterday. Yesterday, Aaron Rodgers finally got traded to the Jets. We figured that that was going to happen before the draft, but not a damn thing has happened. So I think that all general managers going into this draft, a quarterback-heavy draft, do not know what's going to go down. You can't know what's going to unfold in the draft, and there are extreme circumstances that can always change your plan and force you to adapt. If a team calls and offers a first-round pick for Ryan Tannehill – all of a sudden everything hits the fan, you trade them and you you pick up the pieces, right? Like there are extremes that cause you to react and adapt. But I do think you go into the draft with a plan of what your roster could look like afterwards, the same way that you do a draft board or an idea of what your biggest needs are. And I think the Titans have a pretty good sense right now that Ryan Tannehill is going to be their quarterback and they are planning and operating as if he will be unless there is an extreme that throws things off. I think if they go get C.J. Stroud at number three, there's still a really good chance Ryan Tannehill's the QB. Because like you said, grooming a younger quarterback. Did you, you changed on this, I, I right? Is that I have, correct? I like have. Two weeks ago, I'm not living in la-la land. I, I because you and well, Austin are different, but you're the same because you sat there and told me saying they do if they draft Anthony Richardson or they draft even Stroud or Levis that they're going to cut them after June 1st. I, I've been of the point that I think if you draft a quarterback, I would like to see the QB play, I would like to see Tannehill gone and see what you have in the young guy. I have started to get a growing sense in the weeks and days leading up to the draft that that's not the case. And that's not where they're at. Uh, I believe. Does Austin think the same way? I'm not sure. We'll find out maybe tomorrow. We might find out. I've just in the days leading up to the draft and being at the press conference and hearing what Rand had to say after a month of not hearing from Rand um, after seeing how you know free agency played out and the trade markets have played out for quarterbacks, the Aaron Rodgers deal getting finalized to the Jets today, I look and I say, one, very unlikely that there's a trade partner out there for Ryan Tannehill who's desperate enough to take his full salary and give you decent trade compensation. Could happen. You could be surprised. I don't. It's see tough a- to see because yeah. there's not a lot of teams – Ryan Tannehill at that price tag has to play. So, right. So that, so that's step one, right? And so if you're, if you're paying it, paying him and playing him, it's a team that's looking to win some games. Like you are not in a rebuild or tank mode, but giving snaps to Ryan Tannehill. So like Washington's the name that you brought up, but Washington uh, is kind of in an odd move. Like their ownership situation is very odd to me. We're, What kind of money are they going to spend on a quarterback right now? They like what they have in Sam Howell. I think it's more compensation. So it's not like not financial compensation. It's asset compensation for the commanders. The commanders don't want to give up a bunch of picks for the new owner to come in there and say, I don't have any picks, but to bridge. And that's what Ryan Tannehill has been. He is just a bridge. He, he was a better bridge than Marcus Mariota, but he was not a good as bridge as an AFC champion. So, like, I, I think the commanders could make sense because they would pay him for one year, and then the contract's done, and they can go about their merry way. Maybe that's uh, that might be the only one, right? And But we don't know, right, inside the commander's building, how highly do they think of Sam Howell? They've been, you know, publicly backing him very much. You know, that might not mean a whole lot of anything, but, you know, we'll see how that plays out. They're really the only trade partner. But if the trade partner is in question, right, as you just pointed out and you tend to agree with, the money doesn't help you in a cut situation at this point in time because, like, unless it's a... CJ Stroud and you cut Tannehill to go and get DeAndre Hopkins or make some crazy other secondary trade. 
that money feels like it's just, you know, some, some less money that the team has to pay. Like the organization is out of this, this year. So with those things in mind, hearing that Tannehill knows where he's going to be seeing that he's at the workouts, knowing that the Titans are sniffing around a quarterback, but personally, I think a trade back is more likely from 11 uh, and they are not going to, I don't get the sense that they're going to get desperate or necessarily are in a position to move heaven and earth to go get a QB unless it is CJ Stroud at number three. I, I just get the feeling that like the plan and the knowledge is Tannehill is going to be the guy. And it's something else Rand Carthon talked about Zach, where he said it was funny, right? You're seeing all the rumors on that come public about the Titans are going to trade Jeffrey Simmons. The Titans are going to trade Jeffrey Simmons, just like Jeremy Fowler came forward with the, you know, Ryan Tannehill could be available via trade and teams think he's available. And he said that lasted all the way up until we signed Jeffrey Simmons. And then that kind of went away. So it's hard teams, people. But do you think Jeremy they actually told Ryan Tannehill that he's the starter in February? Not, not necessarily. Why would they do that? You, I, you don't say anything. You just say, Ryan, you're under contract. Go do your work. Act like you're the starter. We need you. That's great. But that doesn't mean a damn thing in I the think NFL. It's, it's business. I think it's fine to go tell Ryan Tannehill, hey, look, our plan is for you to be here. Our plan is for you to, you know, to get to be our starter. But we are going to entertain the draft. We're going to go look at these quarterbacks. We're going to go check them out and see what we think. And, uh, you know, we'll see what opportunities are there, but our plan is for you to be here. So we want you to be in the building. We want you to be around. We want you to uh, invest in your teammates and your new teammates from free agency, um, you know, and plan as if you're going to be here. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I think that's a very fair conversation to have with Ryan Tannehill. Again, if he wasn't confident, Zach, if he's not confident he's going to be here, why is he here? Why is he in the building? What, why wouldn't he? He's a team player. He has consistently been there. That's the type of player that Ryan Tannehill is. Not everybody is like that. Deion Sanders, when he was playing, is not like that, right? Keyshawn Johnson is a good example. He's not a guy that was like that. He didn't show up. But Ryan Tannehill, historically, the type of person that he is, just like Jeffrey Simmons, we just like Derrick Henry, those guys, they have been loyal. And, you know, Derrick Henry gave the Titans a very team-friendly contract when he didn't have to. Jeffrey Simmons played when he did not have to last year. He could have sat out because of what he represented to the team, and he didn't. He played the little, you know, Instagram game of, of throwing that off. Now Derrick Henry's playing a little bit of that Instagram game. But Ryan Tannehill has consistently been the leader of the football team at quarterback, at least, and has gone about his business. Even when they drafted Malik Willis, he said, it's not my job to groom him, which is true. He just went about his business. So I don't look into as much as you do, it sounds like, of him showing up to off-season workouts because you've got to look at the person and you've got to look at the player. That's their tendency. And what does that say, Sam? That helps Ryan Tannehill because when he's traded or if he's traded or if he goes to another team, that's the type of player that he is. Well, then what do you make of like, what do you make of the comment? Ryan knows where he stands with us. But, I mean, is that just not true? Because if the conversation is, hey, we want you to come in and do your work, right? And, and you know, that's it. You're under right? contract with the Tennessee Titans. That could be not, where he stood. That's not knowing where you stand. Yeah, that's it knowing is. Knowing what your contract is, which he doesn't need Rand Carthon to tell him that he's under contract. You're on the ro Rand roster. You're on this roster currently. It, he wants Rand They don't Carthon. owe him anything. I'm not saying that they do, but Rand has made a comment. He knows where he stands. That is not a contract thing because Ryan knows that regardless. But he had a, Rand had a discussion with Ryan in February to talk about the state of things and said, Ryan knows where he stands with us. I feel good about that. So it, there's nothing to that conversation. There was no sort of like plan for the future as part of that conversation. There was no sort of insight into what. No, no, it's February, Sam. Look, if you sat there and asked me what, where you were going to be, uh, you know, in, in September, 
I, I mean, not saying like a part of the organization, you could be elevated. You could have a bigger role. You could have something different, right? You, who knows? I can't sit here in February and tell where Sam Phelan is going to be in April. And nor do I think that Rand Carthon can sit there and tell Ryan Tannehill where he's going to be in April either. And I don't think Ryan Tannehill expects to know or ask those type of questions. That's why I just believe that Rand Carthon talked to Ryan Tannehill, said, look, I was just hired here. I'm trying to do my job. I'm trying to improve this football team. I'm looking at all ends of the roster, just like I should. I, I'm trying to get to know you and know that you have won games in this league. We value as a franchise players that have won games in this league. I'll tell you that. But we're going to go do our due diligence on all of these young quarterbacks. We've got to look at the future. You've only got one more year on your deal. That's where we stand. Okay? Okay. Then that could have been a situation and Rand Carthon hasn't lied to a single person. I mean, it could be. It could, That's I don't what think I'm it saying is. is. The scenario of where that was into where we are today that's my take. We're all entitled to our opinion. That's the best part about A to Z sports and this show. I just don't think that they 100% know what Ryan Tannehill is going to do in 2023 on April 25th, a few days before they draft at 11 overall. Do you, so then the counterpoint, do you think that they could have the same perspective that you have, right? You've been adamant on, what that it, even if you draft a quarterback, the best case scenario is to play Ryan and have a guy learn and develop because it's not an ideal situation for a rookie quarterback to come and get his experience in. Right. That's been like your, that's been, I have your... no reason to tell anybody that Sam, that's the difference. There is no reason to tell my plan to a quarterback that I have it, yet drafted. Forget forget about telling the quarterback, right? But but is that is that that's your take on the drafting a quarterback with Tannehill situation, right? Is that it's not the ideal fit for a guy to get his experience and it would behoove them to have Tannehill for a year while this guy develops, right? Yeah, I mean that's for what, certain players, yes, absolutely. I so, think there are developmental quarterbacks in this draft that will be drafted a lot higher than where they probably should be. So if if that is also a, you know a perspective of the building, is it not possible that they also know, hey, regardless of if we can get this guy, it would benefit us to have Ryan in the building and therefore already know kind of what his fate is with the team? I don't think that they already know his fate. Look, Sam, I, look, I... I you were a part of it. Everybody was a part of it last year when AJ Brown got traded. Wasn't that a whirlwind of what we did not know what was going to happen? I yeah. was there in Vegas right there on the draft floor about, I'd say 15 feet away from Roger Goodell or when, whenever they announced. And my mind along with everybody in that draft was shocked that everything had changed. And so I take that, among other things, as learning experiences for the draft of you never know what's going to happen. I don't think John Robinson knew that he was going to trade A.J. Brown the morning that he woke up. I don't think he did. I think he had no, I, I, I don't think that that had been committed. So it's hard for Rand Carthon to say that Ryan Tannehill is going to do this, that, or the other when you're going to wake up on draft day and all four quarterbacks could be gone, right? The Titans could be forced to draft a corner or or, or a tackle, or the tackle may not you even have, be there, or a wide receiver. Like, who I'm knows? not denying that. No, I'm not denying that. It, but you have a if-then plan for every scenario, right? You look at the 10 picks in front of you, you say, if Stroud is available at three, then blank. If Stroud is off the board, then blank. And if Paris Johnson's not there at 11, then blank. You know, that is how these draft boards and draft plans work. You're trying to plan for what is the most probable outcome of what happens in front of you. You're trying to predict the teams behind you and what they're going to do. 
And then you come up with like tentative plans for what your roster and draft strategy is around that. I think that in doing that process, the Titans come up with basically every one of these little if thens leads back to we need Ryan in the building. And if that's the case, you're able to have a conversation with him. You're able to, you know, encourage him to come to workouts. You're operating from a standpoint of we are thinking Ryan's going to be here. Like you just because the draft is unpredictable doesn't mean you don't have an idea of what you do, like what, how you zag when everybody else zigs and vice versa. Do you believe this rumor? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have any reason to believe uh, something. Of, I mean, I think teams might have that perception, but I mean, every team is looking to put something out to get their own, you know, benefit themselves, right? I, I mean, do we, believe this rumor. We have I the believe Trey Lance. Ryan, I believe that the Titans want to get something for Ryan Tannehill if they could. Whether they will, I, I think that's going to be difficult. We talked about that. There's not a lot of suitors. They're too late in the game. Everybody's been invited to the dance, right? So you, there's not a lot of other dance partners, right? So I, I do believe that the Titans would definitely like that because then they can shift. They can get something for a player. Then they can save money. And then you're in a whole new realm. I think that the right approach if you cannot find that suitor is, as I've said, to keep Ryan Tannehill, groom a developmental quarterback and move forward because you want to win games and you don't want to lose your fan base. I stand by that. I just don't know. I, I don't think anybody knows what the hell is going to happen in the first 11 selections on Friday night or on Thursday night. Excuse me. I, I, I just think that it is so unpredictable in yeah. today's draft it's hard for me to commit to the yes on the question. So, uh, look, great topic there. Um, one thing that what I think shakes some things up is where do you stack up against the AFC? Well, something happened yesterday, and we're going to get to that. But, Sam, please tell everybody about our brand-new sponsor this month, Aura, that helps protection. Everybody needs some protection. Aaron Rodgers is going to need some protection. Aura is all about protection. I uh, have been getting involved with Dora. I tried it out. Austin sent me the link because uh, anyone can find anything on the internet. That's your full name, your personal info, your home address, phone number, relatives, credit card. Like there's a lot of scary things on the internet and Aura helps protect you from it. Uh, I Aura found 26 different data brokers who had my information online 18 of those have been removed. They've had my data stripped from them, and they're actively working on removing the other eight. Data brokers profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spammers, and anyone else that wants to learn more about you. So if you want to know why you get no caller IDs or you keep getting phone calls from numbers you don't recognize, you answer the phone and it's uh, a robot talking to you or you keep hearing you know, just weird sounds in the phone. It's because you're getting spam callers and it's because you don't have Aura working for you to help protect you. Our sponsor Aura will identify those data brokers who are exposed to your information, automatically submit opt-out requests on your behalf and opt you out of junk mail and telemarketing lists. Aura service also features a VPN, password manager, real-time credit and identity theft monitoring, internet parental controls, and protects your devices from malware. Aura has almost every internet safety tool You'll ever need all inside one app, and it takes just a couple minutes. I got it. I downloaded the app. I filled out some information, hit a button, and boom, I was good to go with Aura protecting me. So let Aura do the hard work from keeping you safe online. If you sign up right now, Aura will give you a two-week free trial with our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Bet MGM, download the app today. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. With that bonus code, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses for new users. Use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right, let's get to Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, finally, Rodgers, you finally got traded from the Packers to the Jets. Jets receive Aaron Rodgers, the 15th overall pick, the 170th overall pick, and the Packers, they switch with the Jets, receive the 13th, 42, 
207, a conditional 2024 second round pick. If Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers plays, I believe, 65% of the snaps this year for the Jets. Sam, is that a good trade? Did it end up actually working out for both sides? Who do you think won this trade? And then we're going to get into the AFC and where Ryan Tannehill or whoever the hell is quarterbacking the Tennessee Titans stacks up in the American Football Conference. Yeah, my gut reaction is that I think Green Bay got the better end of the deal. I mean, like, it was no secret they wanted to get rid of Aaron and that they were committed to kind of moving on with Jordan Love as their quarterback in 2023. Um, the money with Aaron was scary for them. Like, you could not have Aaron Rodgers on that roster. The Jets have to take on a lot of that money. And really, like, you aren't sure confident at all that Aaron will be back with the Jets beyond just 2023. So to uh, give up what likely, as long as Aaron is healthy, will be a first-round pick next year when that 2024 conditional, as well as your first get a first rounder uh, back and then a second rounder like green Bay moves up two spots. They get a second round pick and a potentially a first round pick next year. That seems like good value for a guy that who knows how long he will play for the New York jets. And if he does, you're still paying him a lot of money. I think the Packers got a better deal. Yeah. And I think the Packers, I was I was in on Aaron Rodgers as a Titan uh, early on in the offseason. And once that kind of uh, died down I and changed, you started to hear Aaron Rodgers. I think my concern stemmed from his four days of darkness as he could be a flight risk, right? He could leave. He could retire. He you, This could be a one and done. And you just said, don't know well, the stability going into darkness. He's like, I'm 80% retired or nine, whatever it was. It was but like, how a, much is that like talk? True. Like that's the hard true. part to see through, right? Like that. I, that I, I could not get a gauge on that. Do I think that the New York jets can contend this year? I absolutely do. I think that the jets are in prime position to, to, to do that. And so, yeah. I, I mean, now where, where it stands, the AFC got a lot better. Like, it's shifted. The NFC is not very good. You, like, compare the quarterbacks. They're not very good. Um, I, I do want to get to this graphic. I want to read some uh, Lunchbox Money comments from earlier. Uh, John was sitting there talking about the Jags have one winning season in several years. Simmer down with the du Duval BS. The funny thing is, is the switch from 11 to where the Titans would have drafted if they would have won that last game. And then back on the Ryan Tannehill conversation, which we'll bring up, Kane says, why didn't Rand get asked, are they taking calls on Ryan? It would have answered a lot of questions, missed opportunity. I mean, there's – I ran fielded a lot of different questions. I mean, you were there. I felt like he was, he was asking a lot of different ones. Yeah, I mean, you could view it as a missed opportunity. I mean, it's about weighing, you know – your opportunity to ask questions with a question that you actually feel like will get answered. Right. Uh, I mean, sure. The question was asked about Derek. I still don't know if Rand was being truthful or not there. I mean, he said, no, we haven't taken calls on Derek. Who knows? I mean, like I said, this is a, a time to hide as much information as you can in order to better your stance. So could it have been asked? Yes. Could Rand's answer be taken as 100% fact and like, you know, tell you where the status of Ryan is. No, I'm not sure it would. And by the way, just because they hear, get a call about Ryan doesn't really show you how serious they are about trading him or if that's something that they want to do or if the offer was even good enough. Like Rand said in the press conference yesterday, you get calls from teams all the time that ask you about a certain thing that aren't serious about it, but are just trying to figure out what you're doing. They'll say, Hey, uh, Tennessee, are you interested in moving back? You got, are you guys wanting to come back to, to 15? You guys want to come back to 20? They'll ask those questions to try and see, oh, the Titans are considering moving back or they're not going to do that. They're going to move up. And it's not always a serious offer. So a GM has to kind of decipher what is genuine and what is, you know, just a toying with you to try and get more information or being nosy as Rand called it.
Yeah, and you know, if you look at the state of the AFC now and what the Titans have to contend with, the current quarterbacks go as such. You've got Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, who has an asterisk because we're trying to figure out his situation. Tua, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Jimmy Garoppolo. And then, I mean, I think it's a pretty good question. Russell Wilson or Ryan Tannehill? Who would you rather have as a quarterback? Russell Wilson or Ryan Tannehill? It's tough because, like, one was coming off of an injured season. The other one's coming off of a terrible season with a lot of drama. You got Sean Payton, though, now. Am I same contract or does the money matter? No, it's winning games. So if if I if I had them both on the same contract and had to pick who wins more games, I'd probably go with Russell Wilson. Right. So now you're even further down on the list. I mean, I, that's actually a really damn good question. Uh, I mean, you're in there with Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, Gardner Minshew, and Davis Mills. Now Gardner Minshew and Davis Mills will probably be replaced by rookie quarterbacks, and you know Ryan Tannehill may be replaced by a rookie quarterback. We'll find out, but. And this Mac is Jones stiff competition. Right. Can you compete? If you can't compete, what are you doing? You know, yeah. I think you're you're kind of in that situation. Are you rebuilding? Are you grooming? Are you trying to get a better pick for next year? You know, you don't want to trade away your pick for next year if you're going to have to. This is another big caveat because, and I, I, I'll tomorrow because I won't be on the show Thursday and Friday because I'll be in Kansas City. I have my prediction. I texted Jim Wyatt my prediction for the Titans yesterday. And I thought about it for a couple hours. I, I was in a little bit of a tizzy. Yeah. I texted Jim. I was like, this is the hardest year you've asked me this question. Can you compete with Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tua? And Russell Wilson. From a quarterback play perspective, no. I I mean, the Titans' hope is what it has always been, which is that the quarterback play is competent enough, complemented with a very good defense and an an elite run game to win a lot of close games. I, I mean, that is the recipe that they have kind of been sticking to over the last few years. We've seen it work in 2018. 21 we've seen it work in 2020 we've seen it fail epically in 2022 when you lose seven straight so i mean from a quarterback perspective though there's no question that you are not competing at the top of the afc and you know the only way to do that is either you know pay 50 million dollars and give up big capital to trade for aaron Rodgers, or i mean you look at those guys at the top Drafted by their Mahomes, drafted by Kansas City, Allen, drafted by Buffalo, Burrow, drafted by Cincinnati, Herbert was drafted in the first round, Jackson first round, Tua first round. I mean, Deshaun Watson got all that guaranteed money. Trevor Lawrence drafted in the first round. Well, like, so the top 10 guys are either on 40 to 50 million dollar contracts or they're drafted by a team in the first round uh, and then they find a way to lock them up long term. So, I mean, like, That is the way that you compete in the AFC from a quarterback perspective. And the question remains for the Titans. Can, is that guy available to you this year or is it next year? Um, And how soon do you prioritize that versus, you know, wanting to compete, which is what we kind of heard Rand explain in that first video of the day. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think, you know, you look at it and, Rand said this, and you know what? We'll do this. I, I do actually think that this is valuable to play some of the, uh, we'll play our ver- first video because it talked about the future of, you know, this is what Rand Carthon's biggest decision is, is do we do this or that? Are we looking towards the future? Are we looking at this list of names and trying to be realistic? Are we looking at this, you know, list of names and trying to compete. I think he, you know, he addressed that pretty well, but first, and I am going to tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where to go to get your next ride. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. The Palisade is where to go. 
Wilson County Hyundai's got you covered when it comes to the Elantra or the Sonata, the four-door sedan. Fuel efficiency out the wazoo. They also have battery-powered vehicle, including the Ionic. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM. BetMGM is giving you a first bet offer with the bonus code ATOZ Sports. You can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So go ahead and find that pick that you love this week, whether it's on you know, the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, the NFL draft. Maybe get a little special prop going for the NFL draft. Find that pick, but make sure you place it on BetMGM. Use that code ATOZ Sports, and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. A to Z Sports. Let's listen to about RAN in the future because I think this kind of told us earlier this is the biggest decision of this week, to be honest. Do you look at this like there's kind of two ways here? You take a quarterback and possibly you're resetting a little bit. You're probably going to sacrifice some picks. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, all things are on the table. You know, you don't know how this draft is going to go. Um, again, it's our job every year to look to improve this roster. And and it's not a year-to-year thing, right? We have to see this thing from a macro level and prepare for the future. That's all a part of it. You know, that's what you do when you're constructing contracts. Um, you know, you're not just looking to get a, get a guy signed for this year. You think about future uh, ramifications of the contract and the percentage of the cap that it's going to charge and all those things. So, um, you know, we're going to we're going to be smart about whatever move we make that's going to set us up not only now but for the future as well. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen in the draft. And Sam, he said that before Aaron Rodgers was officially a New York Jet. Not saying that we didn't know that could happen before that. But I do think that the state of the AFC has changed tremendously. That you've got a stadium that's opening in 2027. You've got a quarterback with an expiring contract. You've got Derrick Henry, who we haven't even really spoken about today, on his comments that we'll probably do tomorrow or some of the prospects. And you've got a real decision to make in your first year as GM what direction you're going to go. Do you know what do you think Rand knows what direction he's going to go or is it a wait and see? I mean, I think the goal of the, it's a wait and see in terms of like the draft as a whole, because as we went over, you don't know who's going to be there. You don't know if the opportunity to get the quarterback that you like is going to be there or not. So it's hard to say, you know, whether or not they are going to go get the QB. And I do think in terms of an overall franchise view Uh, They have the flexibility to keep Tannehill and, you know, make a push to be competitive. They, and get that blue prospect, right? They also have the opportunity to grab a special player that they think can help them post Tannehill or post Derrick Henry post this era into next year. So no, I don't think they know what they're going to do. I think they could trade up. I think they could trade back. I think they could stay and pick at 11, um, and it it all depends on, you know, what happens in front of them, who is there. I think I have a decent idea about what scenarios would warrant a trade up or trade back for the Titans, but there's no telling what teams like Arizona or Houston are going to do, or if a team's going to be a surprise team that moves up to trade. You know, does Chicago trade back? Does Atlanta trade back? Now, what does that do to picks you know, seven and nine or eight and nine or whatever they are right in front of you. So those are the things that you have to, you know, react to as a general manager. Um, The goal as a whole should be to get young while staying competitive. That, that is what I think the goal of the Titans should be is to uh, you know, and, and we'll go more into kind of the word that I would put to describe the Titans biggest need in this draft, but no, I don't think they know what they're going to do because um it is an opportunity-based decision. Well, a couple of days away on Thursday, we will find out. And who knows what's going to happen leading up to that. We saw the Aaron Rodgers news yesterday. What news will come out today? We got a lot more to talk about. Uh, We had to punt on trivia today just because there's so much to talk about. This is draft week. We want to keep it 
targeted towards sports. Before we get out of here, though, Sam, please tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute and what all they can do to help. You hope that the Titans are not in the same situation. One thing Rand's got to think about is injury history. You can't draft guys with injury history, and you can't draft guys that are going to get hurt. Can't be in the same situation that the Titans have been in the last couple of seasons. Well, listen, we talked with the Bone and Joint Institute yesterday, Austin and I did, about Hendon Hooker, Tennessee Volunteers quarterback, Hendon Hooker and his health and what the ACL might be looking like and could he go in the first round. We talked with Rand Carthon during the press conference about the Tennessee offense and how that might translate to the NFL. And I got to have a good conversation with Rand after the press conference about Hendon Hooker as well. So that's a name to keep your eye on for the draft. A guy a lot of uh, people here in Nashville, a lot of Titans fans like. So the Bona Joint Institute, very knowledgeable about Hendon Hooker. Go watch that video. But they are so knowledgeable that they can help you with your own care. They're the region's destination for comprehensive and orthopedic sports medicine care. You can visit them at boneandjointtn.org. So whenever, they, whenever you get hurt in life, you know who you can trust. The Bone and Joint Institute is located in Franklin. They have over a dozen specialists who can help you through any type of injury. They have a state-of-the-art rehab facility on campus to help in your recovery, and they can do it all under one roof for your convenience. That's a clinic, testing, imaging, surgery, rehab. That's as easy and simple as it gets. No driving point A to point B to point C for different appointments all under the same building and same campus. So schedule an appointment and go to boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports were powered by BetMGM. You can download that app today. Use the bonus code. You can bet. Look, Will Levis has changed. His odds I've seen have changed as Stroud has dropped. So you can be a part of that with BetMGM. All right, great show there, Sam. A lot to talk about on a Tuesday. We'll have even more to talk about on a Wednesday probably diving into some of these quarterback draft prospects, Stroud, Levis, Anthony Richardson, where will they fall, who will trade up, who will trade down, as well as Derrick Henry. I don't know if what Rand said yesterday, maybe it made some people feel a little bit more comfortable about Derrick Henry. I don't know. We'll we'll dive into that bright and early tomorrow. Make sure you like the show before you go. Subscribe to the channel if you have not already, but like the show on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and also TikTok. And we'll see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. Adios.